Welcome to podcast number 47. David can do it. Oh. I just did it. Do you want me to say it louder? Yeah, you don't have to whisper to us. Welcome to podcast 47. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast number 47. We got David Castaneda yeah. here today. Ooh. 47 meters the down. star from Umbrella Academy, Netflix's hit show. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to Phuket. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you uh, flying me over here with you and your beautiful ladies. Mark specifically. <laughs> he is my beautiful what lady. The fuck? That turned weird. I know. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Mark, when are you going to take me on a date? When you shave? <laughs> God damn it. That's hey, speaking of that, so what's the story with your beard? Because obviously on the show you don't have one. So why, why are you... Uh... Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've, I've had a break for a while. I don't think I've worked, actually worked, worked in like uh, 10 months. Mm-hmm. Like Mike. <laughs> yeah just been hanging out so pretty much now i feel like uh it's kind of cool I, I just i've been letting it grow out see what happens to it i've actually never had a chance to grow a beard this long so okay you ever had a beard no well i mean like my if i don't shave for a couple of days i look like you so oh really oh that's not fast. it's not purpose yeah it's not purposely done wow i just have hair like crazy this is the first time i've actually been able to grow it out this it's nice this Are you is gonna... a month right here so <laughs> really yeah, i can't grow shit oh you're are you gonna keep it for the show or are you going to have to shave I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm thinking about it. I just, it, I'm going to, I'm, you know, I show up back in Toronto in, a, in, a, in you know, a few hours, actually. No, a little longer than that. You leave a longer a few hours. Than that. Yeah, in a, in, a, in a day or so. So I guess we're going to sit down and talk about what the look for season two is going to be. Um, but right now they're so confidential about, about uh, the, the script that we got that we can't even print it out. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. So, very so talk about the show a little bit, and then we'll get to you coming to Thailand and what you're doing here. So yeah. tell us a little bit about Umbrella Academy and your role and yeah, where you so are in the season. Umbrella Academy is about these uh, siblings, uh, adoptive siblings, who uh, have extraordinary powers. But at the core of it, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty much about these kids who are being treated as lab rats by this guy named Reginald Hargreaves and um, and now you see him as adults and how they are kind of responding to the world with all that trauma mm-hmm. that the dad kind of instilled in them and I play this guy named Diego who uh, had a you know he has a chip on his shoulder to be the leader of the Umbrella Academy and um, dad never allowed it because he knew that by being number two it was going to motivate number one to be better mm-hmm. and yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the, the without giving too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, yeah, y'all should, you know. I'm sure you guys want to go on a cheap date sometimes, and uh, you know, not spend a lot of money. And that's where Netflix that's is there Netflix for. And chill. That's Hell every yeah. date for me. <laughs> Dude, you know, a nice, good beer, good pizza. Yeah, because I'm uh, what, what am I? Seven episodes in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't watch eight, I assume. I should not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I had a church. Good for you. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, phenomenal show. Like you said, it you know first couple episodes building a character, yeah, and all that stuff. But you nailed it right at episode three on. Yeah, Very yeah, addicting. yeah. Once you yeah once you get past the first you know once you get to know all the characters, it's you know it's a free for all. Like you're not leaving your house. So it seems like a while back, like the network, you know, studios and stuff is where it's at for for TV and and prime time and all that kind of stuff. It seems now it's shifted to Netflix. Like Netflix is like how is it being on Netflix knowing that everybody that turns on Netflix it pops up and it seems like that's the biggest viewership. I mean it seems like that's what everyone's talking about, not like ABC or NBC or these other networks. Yeah, well, I think what people have is they 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 don't have patience. Right. You know, when you have you know, when you used to have primetime TV, you would, and this is prior to DVR, mm-hmm. you would, people would actually sit down in their you know, living rooms and tune in on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. to watch a, a certain hit show. And now yeah. people are so busy and, you know, internet and social media and all these things that you, people want it now. Right. And so now that you have, uh, obviously you have Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and Crackle's coming in also, mm-hmm. and even, um, Disney is, you know, also trying to, you know, jump in as, as a competitor. I think that you're starting to see this this whole entertainment of TV. It's shifting into uh, streaming, and it's fun. I mean, it's great being part of probably the head honcho of of something that is a, it's pretty much spearing uh, the streaming services, which is Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they're you know they take really good care of us, man. They're hmm. they're awesome. Do you prefer this route over like network TV? 
because it is cool that like i said obviously watch all your shit in one viewing yeah i mean you gotta wait a year for your next one to come out so i think i've had a lot of people be very much they're not pissed off but they get they get bummed out when they know that they have to wait for us to even shoot season two and then they have to wait for post and then press Mm. and then the you know the next one and then they finish it in 10 hours something that takes us a year or so to make they they'll they'll binge it in a weekend right you know but it's great i i prefer this uh because it's it's almost like you're watching a film right Mm -hmm. so when you so when you go and watch tv i have friends who are like on network tvs you know and it's great they're you know obviously they're doing what they love they they're they're making a living they're putting a roof over their heads as as an actor when you're doing network tv you're you're pretty much working after you're shooting you're still working because it's still airing every right. week so you have to be constantly you know whether you know uh, working the publicity aspect of it and when we're doing and when you're when all 10 episodes are released you're you're pretty much after it's out you know six weeks probably after it's out you're you're pretty much done mm. you know it's it's kind of worn out you don't have to constantly be um how would i say this interacting in on social in social media and stuff but yeah that's damn well it was the number you said number two show behind uh, game of thrones that i've never seen but yeah well there's there's some there's some articles and stuff i mean obviously uh i get you know i get sent those to me and and it's nice to see that oh you know, people people actually dig it. You know, especially when I told I told Mark, I was like, yeah, yeah, you should watch it. And now, you know, Mark's coming up and he's like, yo, you know, looks well, cool. Like I said, I mean, for me to actually watch a show and then be able to talk to the one of the main actors in it, you know, I don't get to do that very often. You know, so, no, and I, I to be honest with you, I, I appreciate it, man. I think this is the reason why we do what we do is for actually people to be able to come and 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 just for once feel something that is that is different than their ordinary lives it's i think that's why we watch movies or tvs or even read books or paint or uh, you know fight you know i think it's something that kind of puts us in a in a in a, in a status of like just being in the moment and it's it's international too and i think and one thing to note especially coming from someone who lives in thailand um when i since i've been to thailand it's like network shows and tv they're out right yeah where could we yeah. ever watch nbc abc they're out we, we yeah. don't have a choice even if i like a show i can't watch it unless i buy it on itunes or something like that right when it comes out or whatever the case we don't have that, that tv accessibility here but with netflix it's like so imagine for me if, it, if it's as easy as it is to log into netflix and watch these shows everywhere i'm sure you know so i mean you said something about having a big uh, fan base in Brazil, but I'm, I'm sure everywhere. I mean, you have Netf- well, Netflix yeah, is global. There's, you know? there's yeah. certain shows that they that won't, are not allowed in Thailand for whatever reason. Kind that's of right. That's another problem. So that's why you know. Oh, really? you, but you said yours is distributed worldwide, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, wait. Which which shows are are, are are banned in Thailand? There's certain ones I think that that you can try and download or get, and they yeah. they're not available. Really? Or or even like, uh, was it? There was other. There's some way I tried to look at one before, and it was like it's not available in your area or yeah. some, something like that. I guess there's like some kind of network problem with with Thailand. They didn't come to some conclusion of how they can distribute it or something, and they just cut it out. But it's not a content thing, right? It's more of just like no, legality issues. Yeah, I think it's because like yeah, for instance, yeah, uh, for I sure. think uh, I can't remember which. One, I mean, it was a real uh, Big Bang Theory. It was uh-huh. out in Netflix or something like that show. It may not be that exact one, but they were like, "Oh, have you watched?" I'm like, "I'm searching." I'm like. We don't have it here, you know. Uh, do you well, guys you have... it's, it's cut on, on Netflix even. Yeah, it's not. Oh, yeah. wow. They have Netflix, like, because technically we're on the Australian Netflix package. Oh, okay. I didn't even know they divided it up like yeah. that. Because yeah. three years ago, you couldn't even get on Netflix here. They wouldn't allow it. And then they somehow Australia did, I don't know, some kind of whatever. Yeah. And then, um, so now we have the, so like there's a lot of Australian shows that nobody's ever heard of, obviously in America. Yeah. That I watch. I'm like, oh, you got to watch, you know, Paradise Police. And they're like, what the fuck is that? But it's all, you know. <laughs> it's Australian. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You can't uh, you can't download porn here either, so you know. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean I refuse your statement. <laughs> well, it's not up to me. Like Quentin Tarantino, I reject I reject your I hypothesis. Reject your hypothesis. Um, I don't just know, man. You how it is. It is, that's true though you can't actually download porn. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you can find ways well, there's I'm not ways saying that it. I found ways before oh I did 17 I years did. or 18 no 19 years of coming here <laughs> you can't you can find ways yeah because I was here I think during dial up the first time I came <laughs> so that was that was <laughs> tough like, we, we had to work hard for dial up porn yeah it was tough I remember he paged me and said it 
Yeah, but I had to call them back. Nine one one star nine one one. Yeah, but there is ways you can get it. But yeah, technically, like if yeah. you go to a normal router, like a normal server in Thailand, and, and try to get porn, it'll pop up some like thing from the government, and it'll say something along the lines of, you know, this is not allowed in this country, and you're like, it's Thailand. You yeah. you can't watch porn in yeah. Thailand, you but can, you can go, you go to a ping pong party show with or a ping pong show. <laughs> exactly. What's that? Uh, I, I've never been to that, <laughs> can, but that's can, that's something that everyone talks about. It's it's weird because there is. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess Thailand's kind of known for maybe a lot of the sex tourism type things. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. But there's not like a, there's not like, it's weird because there's not like a strip club. And there's not like a a shop you can go buy sex toys. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't buy novelties. There's no like sex stores. So everything is kind of like, it's crazy how it works, My leather and chain game is so like cryptic. Yeah. So, so you can do everything you want except you can't talk about it. Is that kind of? It's like Fight Club, but. You sex can't, club. Yeah, you can't talk about Fight Club. You can't talk about it. You can't. But we are doing it right now. They don't have yeah. stores for it, but you can do it. You're like, so, yeah. <laughs> I'd say you're like, you're Edward Norton. I mean, thanks. Well, yeah. is he Brad Pitt? No, well, thanks, man. You, no, 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 that's okay. I'm saying, <laughs> we're say. good. We're good, bro. Let's move on. Let's move on. I was, like, I was like, no. I'll, I'll even take 47-year-old Brad or however I'll be, old he is. Uh, I'll take it. Who's, who's that guy? Bob? The one with the, the tits? The tits. Yeah. I mean, meatloaf? Yeah, meatloaf. I'll be yeah, just like sensitive meatloaf. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Sweaty boobs. So now that we've kind of dove into Thailand, man, what, what's it like? Was it your first time coming to Thailand, this trip? Yeah. Yeah, first time. Explain first that. Time. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it's been fun, man. I, I think, um, obviously, it's good to have some kind of culture shock. Right. Because um, I've, I've always traveled to, to these to places that my, even my own self is like, I don't even know if like 24 hours before I get on the flight, I think maybe I shouldn't go. Because I, I always think about that when I went to you know australia i went to brazil like you know obviously there's like these these arkansas yeah delaware arkansas sucks dude. Delaware. Delaware. Never there goes arkansas. our arkansas viewers thanks mark oh sorry for both of you watching uh, shout I'm out sure arkansas. they're related and sleeping together can't but. wait to go see you arkansas sorry yeah. arkansas you know it's funny because i used to call it arkansas what <laughs> i mean i swear to god i thought arkansas was arkansas because it's it says kansas same same but it says ar but then they corrected me in high school they were like you didn't figure that out till high school. Yeah, I didn't Congrats, figure that out. Same thing with studio, where yeah. Mark used to play. <laughs> this <laughs> like is a studio, and where Mark's room was was a studio. Studio? Emphasis on stud. Sounds like a cereal box. I used to studio. I was like studding horses in there. Is that what it is? <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call when it. I, when I moved, when I moved from Mexico, because I, you know, I lived in Mexico, and and I came here when I was, I came for high school, right? So yeah. a lot of the oh, that makes sense. So I'm making fun of you then. No, no, it's I thought fine. you were born in America. You know, Maine, so it is. Hey, no necesito, mijo. Yeah, see, you rolled your R's. That was pretty good. Yeah, you had the accent perfect. I told you you can do it. You really? just you I just gotta be in the just you just played dumb, dude. All right. Go ahead, Menudo. But <laughs> But the you know, one of the things was the, the misspelling on things, like how to pronounce things was so different. So for example, uh I, I for my entire life I thought it was uh butter pecan. Butter pecan. Yeah, <laughs> for for my entire life. We go to the we go to the thrift ice cream and we like oh can I get a butter pecan? Nobody corrected me. Nobody corrected any of us of my family, and it wasn't until I went in high school that I started making friends that we went to like the the Rite Aid where there was like the you know the thrifty uh, ice cream, and they're like yo yo David what do you want? And I was like oh, can I get some uh, butter pecan? And they all just kind of looked at me. They're like what? I was like butter pecan, and they're like you mean butter pecan? And I was like why do you want to make it sound like that all bougie and shit? <laughs> Why you got to pronounce it correctly? Probably. Yeah, because butter pecan. And I was like, wow, okay. Sorry, white guy. You know, they weren't white, though. They were Mexican. Bolillos? Bolillos. No, actually, actually, that's a good one. No, they call them coconuts, actually. Widows? No, coconuts. Brown on the outside, white on the inside. That's racist. Oh, wow. We're going to have to cut that. Okay, that's fine. But it's just funny, Sorry, dude. Like, coconut or for example, right like, when I was, I remember I showed up to school and, and uh, this one person had this magazine of like, and I was like, it was a really cool magazine. It was just like really, you know, beautiful girls in the front. And I was like, oh, can I see it? And and, it, and I read it and it said, Ebony, you know? And I was like, what, what is, what's Ebony, you know? That might be Ebony. And yeah, and, the, and this guy started laughing. It's, it's Ebony, fool. And I was like, oh, what's Ebony? You know, I mean, I had no, like, my, you know, obviously what I learned, my English was up to par, maybe to, like, second grade. Yeah. And then moving to Mexico was, you know, uh, that's all I knew. Yeah. You know, so when I came back, all these little references, all these little things was just, I was like the quirky dude saying Ebony or, you know, Butter Pecan. I want to hear one more. 
I, I think we played a little bit this last night. I can't remember. Tomato? Tomato? No. No, we're making the English guys say the real Well, let's, let's get back to Thailand real fast. So, oh, yeah. I want to get your impressions of Thailand when you first got here and up until now. Like, what are, what are some of the things that stood out as far as uh, the culture here? You said culture shock. So, yeah. have you been shocked since you've been here? And yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously, you know, Thai people are so nice. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the, th- I remember even like, because I, I stayed in, in off, like three hours off Bangkok, someplace called Samurayot for the first three weeks. And, one of the biggest things being there, it just it reminded me so much of Mexico, mm-hmm. especially where I grew up, because I'd be running down the street and like the people would just wave at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in Mexico, it's very much like that. Like, it, it, you know, you you can be passing by and people are having dinner and you're literally you can say like provecho, which means like, you know, bon appetit or I don't know how you would say it in English, to be honest with you. But there is an instant connection with people just passing by the street and it's OK to stare. Right. You go to the States, you stare at someone, it immediately becomes like, what are you looking at? Right, right. It's like a, and so I, I like that sense of community. And when you have, when you're coming in, I don't speak a lick of Thai. And I'm embarrassed to say that I probably learned two words since I've been here. Uh, but okay, everyone, I know four. I know, yeah, I have I know a company of 57 or yeah. 50 employees and I've been here for like 19 years back and forth. So it's okay. Yeah. And, and, you're and it's, yeah, thank you're you. doing good. That's why, that's why I go to school for, but. It's been it's been it's been quite a quite a, a beautiful experience. Now, I didn't come here to obviously enjoy the festivities of it. Right. You know, I came more just to kind of learn the art of Muay Thai and to see what it is that everyone talks about when you when you come here. Because I had a buddy of mine who came and and, and stayed in Phuket, mm-hmm. and he said, "Dude, Phuket is beautiful, but there is." about sixteen other islands around Phuket that are the most beautiful islands mm-hmm. I've seen in my entire life." I don't, he sends some. He says some names and stuff. I have no idea what which ones, but I'm sure you 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 know the uh, PP, Kalyo, Kopenyang, Kotal. Yeah. Kopenyang. I think that's Koisamui, the one that he mentioned. There's a lot. Yeah. Koisamoy, that's Koisamoy. that's one of them he mentioned. That was the first place I came to back in like 2001. Is it? Is it's right it? by Kopenyang. It's like it was a smaller kind of, uh, not as built up version of Kopenyang. And now I hear it's like big. It's like PP basically. So it's a so and these are these are like white water. Beautiful. Beaches. I mean, PP is where they filmed the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's one of yeah. the best, most beautiful Bay. islands in the Maya world. Bay, yeah, Maya Bay. Yeah. Wow. It's shut beautiful. down now for three years. It's real right? slow, right? Well, the yeah. I don't know if they allow people in or not. not anymore. You can go around it. Mm-hmm. I think they yeah. shut down the island because it's like polluted, and they're trying to build it back up. It's it's actually a national park, mm. but people go there and just flood it with like garbage and you yeah. know. Oh, that's oh, that's why I've seen a lot of a few videos of like the plastic. Yeah. One of that's one of the things I would say about you know that. Uh, a lot of positive, great things. But one of the things that I do know is that they use a lot of plastic. Yeah. Like every, uh, you know, obviously I'm more conscious about the fact that every time I go to a 7-Eleven that I, I, I got a backpack. So I'm like, no plastic, no plastic. Because they'll bag every little thing. And they give you 10 straws every time you get drinks. It's crazy. Yeah, we're starting to try yeah. to transfer, like they change everything over to like the Bali style. Like if you go to Bali, oh yeah, it's, it's like very carton. like, yeah, very green and very organic. And they use like paper straws, things like that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start like, changing things over in the cafe so that we're a little bit more friendly for those kind of things yeah i've seen the straws i mean it's it's funny because I, I i just saw an article that costa rica is going to be the one of the first, i think the first country to go plastic free by like 2021 oh wow in mexico they were like when i was doing press tours they were like don't cuss don't cuss whatever you do and the first thing i do is i show up to an interview like a radio or tv or whatever and i'll be like so they told me i can't cuss yeah. and then they were like you can cuss and i was like fuck 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> let's just say that for the rest yeah. let's end every single sentence with fuck yeah yeah this, so i was telling the the podcast. This, this fucker <laughs> sorry god that was a little aggressive yeah i'm sorry my mom's gonna be like mijo i told you not to use bad words <laughs> mijo yeah when i was it's, it, it's crazy because they uh we when you transfer you know Spanish into English, right? Because my first language is Spanish. Is that we tend to speak really fast? Yeah. Especially if you hear people speak Spanish, they just will say a certain word and they'll say it so fast that only other people, obviously, they understand the lingo, not so much the dialect, but the lingo, they'll get it. And so, when when I go back to Mexico and I'm having these interviews, my uh, my mom and my dad, we'd have this this kind of dialogue about how to be able to speak where people can hear you. And so you speak as if you're drunk. Mm-hmm. 
because when you're drunk, you're really trying to enunciate every single word that you're trying to say. That's why he sounds so clear on every Mike, single podcast. Mike, come get me yeah. from the police station. Yeah. That's a true story. That's, yeah, that's, oh, that's, really? Yeah, that's <laughs> go back a few episodes to hear that story. Just search uh, Mark in prison and you'll get that story. Re- what happened? Oh, well, I can't. Before I can't say it again. People are going to be tired of hearing about it. But oh, definitely, you, definitely search Mark in prison. Mark Bogusky in prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk enjoy that story. Before. Okay, we'll talk it off screen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great. Greg, we'll put the link right here. Yeah. So I guess, I guess you know, we could talk about just the the massage I got. I guess. Oh yeah, I was oh. gonna say other experiences in Thailand, but uh, tell us about that massage you got the other day. So you came to Thailand, you're training Muay Thai. Of yeah. course, you got to get a massage. I've did. So I've, you take Mark's advice, and then oh, you go no, get no, a no. massage. And then well, what happened yes. again? Yes and no. Hold on, hold on. First of all, <laughs> I showed him to a nice elderly lady. Oh, did who you? Is no, ninety eight percent professional. Let's, I would assume. Uh, let's 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 start from the beginning. First of all, we went and had sushi. All right, and you don't eat fish. That's which I really appreciate the fact that you took me to get sushi. Well, it, I really even took Jackie, but but Jackie don't even like fish either. She does, just not that fucking weird shit you ordered. Which what salmon, octopus wrapped squid with eel and eel, toenails. Eel I don't know, is it's fucking disgusting. Eel is delicious. That's nothing on there. It looked mm. like bait. So, wait, so I told so I told my man I was like, hey, hey, Mark, I, I like to go get a massage around here. I just went to another massage a few days ago and they overcharged me and, and I didn't like it. It was just, it felt like they were just throwing rice at me. It was just really like, it was just like that. Like a wedding day? Yeah, no, it was just like, you know, like when they grab like, you know, like rice pudding and they just kind of go like this and that's, that's, that's all it was. Where the fuck did you go? Don't worry about my analogy. Like that was a okay. restaurant. So but at least two we, crazy experiences. Let's hear about the second one. First. We'll go back to this <laughs> rice you felt that pudding one. party. Yeah. You felt that one. Uh, and so we go, you know, we go into this, you know, the first one was great. You know, should take me to this place, Kim's, and it was awesome. The lady broke my back. It was great. The second time I went. You went without my advice. Emphasis on lady. Let's just. The yeah. first one was a lady. The lady. An older lady, which I like because older ladies, just, they just know. They know the body. They know how to work you. And I'm sure they've been doing it for a while. And then I, and I go again, same place. And then I, I get paired with a dude. And I, for me, I like, I like the fact that. Hold up. <laughs> how did that happen, though? You walk in. And I say. And there's I'll, ladies there. And you're just like, ah, I'll take I, this guy. No, I show up. And I say, I like a sports massage. Mm-hmm. And then the guy said follow me and i was like okay a guy i've had sports therapists who who were guarantee that dude doesn't even work there yeah <laughs> it's like yeah david He's i like, got you he probably just followed me he probably he probably followed me right behind the door he's like oh this guy this guy looks like he'll pay some good money was he wearing like a like a bright like fluorescent jacket like no maybe it was a taxi it was like a motorbike a red, taxi he looked like a like a like a stop sign he looked jeans like a red oh, stop yeah, sign he's a motorbike taxi yeah probably you, i don't know <laughs> he was just he, i know he had an earring <laughs> You know what I mean? I had an earring on, Where? so I was like, I "Well, there you go. There, you, that, that makes sense you. now." But then he comes and you know, I was like, "I've had masseuse therapists who are men, and they're actually really good because they're very strong with their hands." And so, Mark, I'm tired of bullshit. Right now. Oh my bad. Go ahead. And so, second of all, he gives me a foot massage. It was good. All right, cool. Go to the top floor. And then uh, he's like, you know, uh, to, hold up, it's a different level. Yeah, yeah. They took you to a different room. So yeah, well, yeah, well, because well, you know, you get the foot massage in the first floor with like the seats, and then he takes you to the second floor, so which private is, area, private area, Whoa. which is the same one where the lady took me. So I didn't see anything different, anything sketchy. So it takes me to the top floor, and uh, and I noticed the room was a little bit smaller, and it was like. And it was like, so you have these two areas, right? You have an area where the lady took me, which is like, you go up and it's more like two beds per room. But he took me to the left, which is like, as soon as we made to the left, before we started going up the stairs, there was like people passed out on the floor and like another person doing laundry. So I was like, all right, this is a you little went odd. home with the guy. No, no, no. Did I, he hold your hand? I could have, it kind of felt like I was going through like their neighborhood or like some kind of like okay. rest area. Like was the theme from Titanic playing? And that's not a joke because every massage parlor plays that. Yeah, no, but I, I heard so you I heard, I heard they love Celine Dion here. Yeah, who doesn't? I'm okay with her. But she's, <laughs> so we so we go to the top and he's like, you know, okay. So I get in my I get on my underwear and you know I lay on my back and at first he covers me and and he starts kind of you know oiling up my legs and it starts with the leg and and he, and, it, and it's so he's so tender and I was like, dude, can you go harder? <laughs> you met him on yes. Tinder? Yeah. No, he's tender. Tender. Oh, tender. tender. He was like, you know. No, 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 no. He, he, he was too soft. He was too soft. And I was like, dude. Harder. And I was like, can you go harder? And he was like, okay. And and he wasn't going harder. And I was like, 
Okay, and I, I usually I think about it this way: when everyone gives gives a massage, I allow them to figure out what they're doing. Maybe they're just working the body in first, and then they'll go hard. I've had that before. Yeah. So I let him for another ten minutes, and I was like, "All right, dude." Like, I literally pressed my thumb on the bed, and I was like, "Hard," and he's like, "Oh, okay." Did it for like two minutes, forgot about it, continued just stroking my leg. All right, goes on the next leg, goes my arm, goes the other one. Tells me to flip over. When he tells me to flip over, doesn't cover me. He just lets me bare. I wasn't fully butt naked, but I was in my underwear. So you were facing up or down? It's facing up. So you're facing up and you're just completely. I'm, I'm just in my underwear, but like usually they cover you and then they expose the limbs that are about to yeah, work yeah. on you. So I'm, I'm sitting there. And, I mean, I'm laying there and this dude just starts going at it and he's not going hard. But then he starts. I I was, I was face, I was face up for about maybe a good 35 minutes. I'd say. 25 minutes he focused in between my thighs and my and my abdominals and i mean like he was just here right and it was almost like he was trying to challenge me to say hey buddy wake up but he and i can and, and i knew i knew he was challenging me when he actually picked up my underwear and he went under it right but obviously didn't touch me but he went under it and he put his hand right there and i just thought Oh, this this dude's this is trying to go for it, but you know what? <laughs> Why is there a but anything at this point? Well, you know what? I, like <laughs> I said, this. this was just me thinking. There has to be a reason for why he's doing it. Maybe he's gonna hit a certain nerve or something. Like, I didn't doubt it, and and then my, I remember my 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 uh, my towel being like this. You know, I was covering my face, and the towel was little by little kind of popping up like this. And I just kept thinking, like, please don't fall off. Please don't fall off. Because this is the only thing that's protecting me from this, this, this moment of me kind of overthinking it. And maybe I was thinking, maybe this, I think this dude is, is, is trying to get an extra tip or something. But thankfully, never got to that point. I was, I was, I'm happy to say that. Uh, that's, I know it's your, one of your first experiences like that, but that's probably pretty standard here. Yeah, you know what? Uh, this, and I, I, I was literally, like, waiting. Because obviously... I'm here to get a massage. I, you know, I don't, first of all, I don't do strip clubs and I don't do like those places. It, yeah. just, it just weirds me out. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that this dude was kind of touching the line and really made me think like, okay, uh, my hand was on, like was up and it was ready. It was just like ready to be like, you know, and he didn't do it. And so when I, I got dressed up and I sat down and I was thinking like, man, I was, I was almost near violated. I was sitting there. Close call. And then the guy was just looking at me right there in front of me and he brings the tea out. And, and I felt, I felt like, I was like, okay, he did his job. Though. He did his job. You know, he's trying to feed his family. Would you go back? Not to him. Did he get a tip? I did. did. I tipped him. I gave him a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. I did. Cause you know what? He didn't. A part of me was like, ah, oh, maybe I'm just overthinking it. But another part of me was like, I wasn't. He, he was, he was going for it. But is that is that normal? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Don't ask Marcus. Wait, yeah, because Marcus. That, 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 that normal line gets really blurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's how I avoid men touching me. Um, don't pay them to touch you. Mm. <laughs> I don't mind it, man. I'll be honest with you, because I like. I like, I like the, I like the, I like the, yeah, I don't mind it. I like yeah. the, and this is why I didn't stop and be honest with you, because I am very comfortable with my own sexuality that, that I, you know, I was just like, okay, I, I just respect myself more to know that if he decides or anyone, like if anyone, whether man or woman decides to pass a certain line, you know, they're going to hear from it, yeah. you know, I've had sports massages by guys that were like really good in the field. The UFC had them or. You know, some kind of my management brought them in or something like that. And they were like almost like doctors, like chiropractors, you know, and it was very stern. And they, they were doing like, you know, getting the kinks out of training and, and soreness and stuff. So I can totally see your point on that. Yeah. But at the same time, if I get a like a relaxing massage, I've always had females. Yeah. However, however they are, old, young, whatever, nothing yeah. like sexual about it. Um, but it would just be weird for me in that situation, I think, to have a guy who's not like a a good sports kind of, you know, especially if he's a little bit feminine, but not quite a woman. And I have nothing against feminine guys or anything yeah. like that. It's just, I don't know. It wouldn't be the same experience to me just because I think I'm so used to female Hands. masseuses. 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's a comfort level, I think. I don't I, know. Not I mean, that I think he would try to do anything or he would look at me that way. I just couldn't relax, I think, just because you're always worried that, like, what if? Like what you were saying, you overthought probably. Yeah. Because what if he did do something, then I have to do something to defend myself. Now I'm in a situation where, like, a female can do almost anything and you're like, I mean, obviously we're not going to go to a place that does the full yeah. thing. But she can, she can do things and you're not going to have to defend yourself and, like, stand yeah. firm on your sexuality and, like, get mad at her or something. But a guy, you're always at that point where, like, if something does happen... I gotta, yeah. I gotta react. I gotta do what I gotta do, and I gotta make yeah. the right decision here. That, that that takes the comfort level out of like just relaxing and just, and just whatever and just you allowing know. It to happen. I mean, For me, but you, I admire the, the, your strength on that because I mean, obviously, he well, was probably I think fine. You know? Yeah, I think it's you know you don't obviously you know someone's hands you know usually don't correlate to someone's <laughs> face. I would say right. So right. like if the hands itself. See, Mark's hands are very feminine. I can yeah, feel it are. already. Like, they are. are they painted? Calluses, buddy. <laughs> That's hard work. <laughs> He's like, you know, if I ever get itchy, I'm gonna call you and I'm gonna ask you, hey, can you can you palm my back so you can scratch my back? That's what my dad. Hard work, buddy. My dad and my, my back. For my dad days. and my uncles, they have, uh, they have, they're, you know, they work in construction, so they they'd have these like, you know, gigantic, you know, callous hands, right, you know, right. and they make fun of my hands. They're like, oh, you got, you got piano hands or whatever they call it <laughs> and then i'm like yeah well you know women you know be like well women like it when you know because they're soft and they'll be like well yeah well they and they would joke they'd be like well women like ours because when they get itchy we just go nice you know true and they'll just scratch i didn't mean to do that to your leg i'm sorry that was just an instinct and now i need to cover my <laughs> yeah cover your towel. <laughs> yeah dude but i i i i understand i understand that i completely mm-hmm. do i just i felt for my for my own sake in that instance was something that uh you know, well, I've do. I've had dudes, you know, do 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 their thing, and and they've been honestly sometimes even better than the women. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, and uh, and this was just a sentence where like it's almost like I've been to masseuses that are women also, mm-hmm. and they're not that good. Right. And that and that's that was my instance. I, I've been to masseuses that are women that are not that good, and I also I'll be like, okay, I'm not going back with you. Same thing with that dude. I'm not I'm not going back to that dude. Not because he's a dude. More because he was just horrible at the massage. Well, like you said, you even tipped him anyway because you know he's working for his family. And stuff. I I did. I was like I did, and you know what? He gave he stretched me out pretty good after though. That I did leave. He stretched they me out. They do that here very well. Yeah, they do that. He like he cracked my back and my neck and stuff. So that was really nice. I think the difference too is like when I get a massage, most of the time if I get one, I don't get many here to be honest. But if I do, it's more of a relaxing type de-stress kind of massage it's not like a sports therapy kind of like i used to do yeah so in that regard if it's a female or somebody that i'm more used to i can just relax and not think about anything if it's a guy i think for some reason i have to think then you know yeah so it's not as there's nothing i'm not jumping into any conclusions yeah. but i just have to think like okay this is you know what i mean it's different <laughs> right and then you hear the stories you know all the stuff even hollywood celebrities has been had some issues with Mel Masuza. So yeah. I think it's just a level of comfort for your mind for me. I don't know. Hopefully yeah. it's not I, wrong of me saying that. I just I feel more comfortable if it's, it's a female. I see it this way. For example, you're in a bed and you're like in the darkness and you're laying in your pillows and they're so comfortable and you're just like pitch black, but you're like laying there, right? And then out of nowhere, and you're on your phone and out of nowhere you see a cockroach, right? <laughs> and then you kill the cockroach, but you don't want to turn on the, you don't want to turn on your, 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 your room light. So you're in the darkness and you're trying to lay down and you're trying to go to sleep, but you can't because you have a thought that maybe there's going to be another cockroach in there. It's a peace of mind thing. I know it's a horrible analogy, but that happened to me. That happened to me two days ago, where like there's a cockroach and I killed it, and then I just couldn't go to sleep for like three hours because I just. With your bare hands, you savage. I'm a beast. He threw a knife at it. La cucaracha. Yeah. Uh, Tell us if you don't mind about your uh, training you received here. Because you're doing it obviously for your not, not overly plug in and try your honest opinion of the, not only the gym but just the style of training. Because you you yeah. went to the first gym for a couple of weeks, then you spent five, yeah. Eight I mean, days it, this. it's 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 interesting because both of them are very, you know, they're very different, right? Because obviously, when I went to the first one, uh, I I loved it, you know, because you show up, you're you're by the beach, there's nobody there, you're training. You know, a, a, the pros of that was like you were there. You can mentally just focus on just training, and that's it. Like, and you would eat the same goddamn thing every day. I feel like, I, but after a while, it becomes tedious, right? And and you know, obviously, you know, when you're a fighter, because I did this, I played football, and uh, you know, hygiene isn't really in the top. But you're, when you're playing sports, you're like, yeah, fuck it, you know, like you know same socks same shirt you're going out and practicing you don't really care so hygiene be you know obviously as a, as a when i was younger didn't really care now you know it, it's a huge thing and so after like three weeks 
you know, there was a few people in the camp that they were getting staph infections. And because they don't speak English, to, to translate that, to be like, can you wash the mats daily? That, that's not a, they'll look at you like, what are you talking about? And, and staph infections is a very normal thing. It's like, oh, you know, just They think if it's dry, it's clean. That's their mentality. Yeah, and so I very much like, at, at that point, I realized, okay, like, you know, when you stop getting inspired by the people you're around and the, and the place you're around, mm -hmm. that's, that's moments to jump and, and move mm -hmm. in anything, I think. Right. So thankfully, you know, my buddy, uh, JJ, who, you know, obviously came here and had great things to talk about with you guys. JJ Sori, the old uh, our podcast, podcast alum. alum. Yeah, yeah podcast JJ. If you're out there, JJ, he always does this thing. He's like, <laughs> he does this photo. He's like, yeah, it's like rise and grind, baby. He, he's, do that. he works out every day, though, man. Yeah, he's I'm always seeing his workouts on Instagram. The dude works hard. Yeah, man. he's probably like on his fourth workout already today. Yeah, dude, he works yeah, out That constantly. dude, and, and like at his age, I'm just like, what's his, I mean, like, what's your well, yeah, he, it's a secret? He was working three times a day here, too. That's insane. Yeah. Like, I, I worked out twice a day for 26 days, you know, and I had one day off, two days off. Because because I, I would still work out on Sundays, but here it's like my body is literally saying stop. Yeah. Like today I went into the gym and I did like a forty minute workout and I was just like okay, like my body's saying relax now. And I JJ is like every day whether it's like weight training, hit training, boxing, Muay Thai. Yeah. He trains like a savage. Yeah, he trains like a savage, and I don't know, you know. So he told you to come. He told me to come. Time. He told me to come here and. Uh, it was it was cool because it was just like one moment one moment I was talking to my boy and I was like yo like I'm I'm very much like not feeling it anymore and he's like well, leave and I was like oh that's true I can leave <laughs> he was like yeah leave and I was like just go somewhere else and I was like and then I just remember JJ said I was like oh yeah aka so I looked it up I didn't even book a room <laughs> I just literally just booked the flight got on the I like literally 10 minutes before getting off the flight i got i talked to spicy on the phone <laughs> talked to spicy a lot of the ties <clears throat> have yeah. difficult names to pronounce for foreigners so yeah. they just kind of pick an object or a yeah. verb May, june yeah yeah basically april because her name yeah. is sankran yeah, which born is in april in yeah. april calendar girls that was a, that was the funniest thing it was funny because i was like man i'm going to a place where the receptionist is named spicy i can't wait to meet her that was the first thing i <laughs> shout thought out was, to spicy yeah. shout out yeah. to spicy <laughs> spicy and Lovely so girl. so yeah and so uh yeah i was like talking to spicy trying to figure out you know okay look i'm i land in an hour and a half yeah how do I get there? And they're like, we can set up a, a taxi to pick you up. I was like, great. And then from that point on, man, I mean, I'm very, I'm like, be honest with you, I'm very, I'm very impressed, man. Like, just coming here, like, just the, the people around, the food, the food y'all, y'all hook up, man, it's fucking great. Even the trainers. It's great when you have, like, actual, it feels like you're doing private sessions even when you're doing group sessions. Right. That's like, that's like a huge, huge thing because even when even when we're doing bag works like you have like a dude coming up to you and telling you hey, yo like step here do this punch here you know move your body like this you're not just hitting the bag blindly and you're like you know and he's, and and one of the biggest things like you always want to come in and you want to like make a good impact and show that you're not like a bitch yeah right so and and they're telling you slow down you don't have to hit that hard like worry about more about mechanics and, and work your way up work your way up but it was cool, man. I, I mean, definitely, I, I want to come back. That's number one. I, I, you know, I want to come back. And My 40th. Huh? My 40th. Your 40th. Was it January? What you said? 21st? 29th? 9th, but... Yeah. 29th? I'll celebrate the entire month. Oh, January 9th. Simon. Oh, man. Yeah, I probably won't make it. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll survive, but I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'll try to make it. Okay. I'll try to make it. Yeah, but it was. it's Bring cool. I, I, I've, I've, you know... I appreciate you guys kind of, you know, showing me around. It, it's been, it's been, it's been quite an experience, especially the last, last week, which is, you know, how long I've been here the last week. It's been actually really, really cool. Uh, it's good having you, man. This is kind of yeah. the exciting part of our job. You know, like me and Mark talked about it before. Like, I remember the first time you told me, like, dude, it's like exciting for me to go to work. Like every day I get excited. And he, he does, you know, he yeah, gets so yeah. excited and he, he's so excited to, be to get there. Bag. I said that four times. Uh, and then he yeah. goes in and it's just like, he's so happy because it's like, we meet people like you you know yeah. all the time people that come in they have interesting stories they're great people yeah um and all we have to do is treat people good and give back and make it a great experience and mm -hmm. everybody's happy right they're happy they come back they tell people like jj told you mm -hmm. and we just keep having this like 
awesome experience every time somebody comes in and it's like you came and it's been great hanging out with you man we've been going to eat hanging out at the gym yeah it's talking, like awesome you didn't go to the beach talking, one time talking though. Tons of oh, shit. Yeah, you didn't go you were supposed no. to go cruising with me one day yeah but you're from hollywood and you go to the movies here and i'm like hey, waiting for you at the beach i'm like bro look at this dude look at this beach. I, I kid you not man i i, I hadn't been to the movie I, I go i go to the movies almost like twice a week really yeah like it's just it's religious and so that's why when i was in the at this at this other place you know, I met these really cool, you know, these cool kids from England. They were like 19. They've, they've been there for two months. They were going to do another month. And I would bring up these movies and they'd be like, mate, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then they would kind of like, they'd poke fun at me because I always go to the movies. And they're like, why do you always go to the movies? Don't you have a life? And I was like, that's actually my job. My job is to go to the movies. And so being here for, you know, a week and I was like, and, and the fact that the Cineplex is like 20 minutes talk about that for a second i think people think that there's like a screen on the beach and it's like fold out chairs talk about how nice the theaters are in time oh my god Phuket, right here. yeah man dude the, the, i mean the theaters here are like state of the art like mm -hmm. great theaters i mean the malls like some of the the mall here is better than some of the malls in la yeah you know it's beautiful and it doesn't help i mean it helps the fact that the ac is fully blasting yeah, it is. you know but i'll show up to like any spot in like the in the in the in the mall and i'll just like for example i went to had sushi and at the mall and, and I ordered like six plates and the lady was looking at me like if I was like I was sick or something you're like are you okay <laughs> my last meal <laughs> yeah like exactly because I was like I'll take I was like I'll take the seaweed I'll take the I'll take the salmon I'll take the wagyu steak I'll take uh, a soda water and I'll take a salad and I'll take a coffee and the lady looks at me like okay. <laughs> just like typing it down like where's the, the rest of your family yeah, like who the hell is this guy? Like, oh my god! Like, there were literally like there's maybe like two or three people like outside of the door looking at me, making sure I didn't run out on right. the bill because I ordered so much food. Huh? Yeah, they don't like fifteen bucks, here, man. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, I probably I'll probably pay like thirty dollars. Yeah, for like, that's was, crazy, man. If if anything, it was it was great, man. I, I I think next time, hopefully, when I come back, uh, you know, it'll be more of just like enjoying it because hmm. obviously being here for a month is was more of just me just like focusing on on uh, getting ready for season two right yeah being able to kind of come in and because when you, you know obviously when, you, when you're shooting and you're having to do all these choreos all these fight scenes uh the best thing you can do for for everyone for the crew at, you know and for the stunt guys and everything is be fully prepared to the point where it takes less time to prep for a fight right Right. So that way, instead of taking 16 hours to do a, a, sh a shooting day, it'll take 14 hours. Mm -hmm. And it gives that crew, that guy that's, you know, picking up all the all the stuff at the end of the night. Because there's people that sleep four or five hours a day when they're shooting for seven months. Hopefully give that extra guy, that guy an extra hour, you know, because that really takes, you know, it really does take a toll after like, you know, half a year. I want to get to your films real quick. But before that, um, so since it's your first time kind of coming to Thailand, we'll focus on kind of Phuket. Uh, yeah. What about for people that are watching? A lot of people that watch this podcast are coming to Phuket for the first time like you did, right? Yeah. So what is your advice kind of like to get people ready um, for when they come to Phuket to train at the gym and, and what they can expect? What, what would you say to that? Uh, what might have been different or not what you expected? They, you can kind of help prepare them. Yeah. I mean, one thing that was very, very much a, a, a interesting was when you go to the movies and the the national anthem with the king pops mm -hmm. up, you need to stand up. That's numero uno. Take your hat off. Uh, because it's it's a it's 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 very honorable thing to do, I guess, to come in and, and really respect the culture mm -hmm. and what it is, uh, and that's one of the biggest things that I come into any country is like I go and say what 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 do I do mm -hmm. as a foreigner to respect the people around here, and what what is the don'ts, you know, number one. So that's one of the biggest things is like they they take obviously their their you know highness very 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 much um, very seriously. Uh, Secondly, uh, everyone is everyone's kind of like there, there's a there's a very like a laid back attitude, you know, when you come in into Phuket. I was talking to the taxi guy who's driving me in and he, and he speaks English. So there's a lot of people here that kind of understand what you're trying to say, even if they don't, they really will try to. Um, and it's funny because I realized that they mirror they mirror foreigners very well, because at first I was getting, you know, cop, cop, cop. And they'd be like this. Right. And, you know, you kind of bow a little bit. And eventually, the more you get to know them. The more they were like, they were just like, I'd be like, hey, you know, they'd be like, hey, and, and now they're just saying cop, 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 they'll, they'll do this thing or they mirror. So they, so you start building this bond with these, with these, uh, you know, Thai people. Um, but yeah, uh, aside from that, man, um, you know, coming, come, obviously coming into Phuket, like 
one of the biggest things that I understand is like you gotta make sure you eat. You get, if you're training so hard, man, you gotta eat because one of the cool, one of the things, the misconceptions that I had coming into working out was, um, oh, I'm training because I want to look good. Right. But the reality is, no, you're training to get better, and you're training to learn an art form. And if and if you're not fully um, at 100% in terms of like your energy, you won't learn shit. You're like you'll be like you you'll space out midway through a workout, and so you're working out not to look good. You're I mean you're eating not to look good. You're eating to get the next workout in, mm -hmm. and therefore the workout kind of leads to hopefully looking good. I mean that's just that was my interpretation of it, um, but obviously I don't I don't do this professionally. You know, like you. You look like it, bro. I was watching you work with a trainer. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate Looks good out there, man. Well, it's all dance. It's you we, know what it we is. We got it's a good video that, that you're gonna have to post eventually, and I think people will be able to see the, a different side of David. Shout Kester. out to yeah. Greg Blunt, huh? Happy yeah. birthday, Greg. 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 <laughs> oh man, I hope so. Happy birthday, Greg. Thank you. I hope so, man. I hope. Uh, I hope you know. Obviously, you don't know what you look like until you actually see it on the, right, right. From the outside, but it's all. In my opinion, it's, it's all. It's all dancing. I mean, in a certain way, it's yeah. it's, it's rhythm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you do choreos, it's. It's all all rhythm. And thankfully, my mom put me in salsa classes when I was, you know, younger, and was able to kind of learn movement. Yeah, I was going to take you to salsa too. You sure, you would have. I mean, I would have. I would have loosened up those brick hips you got. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mark. I'm also ten years older than you. All right, we'll see what you look like at forty. <laughs> So let's get to your uh, movies real fast. So what movies do you have out and coming out? So I know you have um, Sicario. Yeah. That was which, great. I saw that. It was a great film. Thank you. And then uh, El Chicano. El Chicano came out May 3rd. It's, it might be still on theaters, actually. I think it uh, is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you worked uh, with Van Damme as well. Yeah, We Die Young, which that came out in March. I, but the, I, I believe the We Die Young is already on. It's, I believe it's on Amazon Prime now. Okay. Um, See, so you know, if you, if you want to stream it on that. Play like this, uh, this gangster, this gangster from MS13. Yeah, and, uh, I saw your tats. It was amazing. Yeah, dude, covered I mean, head to toe. I mean, shout out to Valentin. Valentin, he was the he was this man in Bulgaria, really, really sweet man who um, every three hours, every every day, and it really made me consider, uh, like thinking, okay, how does this character, my future characters, are gonna look? Because literally spending three hours in a chair every day, it's it takes a toll. Right. You know, you're sitting there and, and you have to find ways to either meditate or run through certain, you know, obviously run through your scenes or whatever. But once they start getting to your face and you have to keep your eyes closed because they, they're putting all these all these things around, you know, you really have to find some kind of Zen in it. Uh, let's see. I have this. Uh, I have this other one uh, with Billy Crystal. That, that we don't know when it's coming out yet, but it's called Standing Up, Falling Down. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a uh, Billy Crystal uh, uh, ben Schwartz, and uh, and then the tax collector, which is with David Ayer hmm. and uh, Shia LaBeouf and uh -oh. Bobby Bobby Soto. I'm supposed to fight Shia LaBeouf. Remember that? So yeah, soon enough. <laughs> and he was trying to get a fight with him. I yeah. forgot what brought that on. But that was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, that's right. Mickey he wanted me to fight him. I don't know yeah. why. Shout out Bobby. We never heard back from Shia, so I guess yeah. he's too busy to fight Mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kickboxing fight. I'm uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's out there saving the world. And you worked with Van Damme, so that, so I'm older than you are, obviously. So Van Damme, Steven Seagal, Chuck Norris, these guys were like you know my heroes growing oh up. Oh my god, yeah. So was it for you the same when you were growing up? You watched Van Damme movies? Yeah, and I mean, I, I you know from like uh, you know Double Team and and Kickboxer, right. Double Team, sport. Double Team, and a, and his twin. Uh, That's not yeah. the one with uh, Dennis Rodman, is it? No, the, the I don't wait, remember. Knockoff, knockoff was Van Damme. Well, no, because Time Copy had a double Damn take, right? double take. Was it? Do, Do you remember my, one of my favorite ones actually? And, I, and and maybe if I see it again, I'll think differently. But one of my favorite ones when I was growing up, remember that one where he um, he's at a hockey game. Sudden death. That's sudden death. Sudden death. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! That's where he's got to save the the yeah. final <laughs> yeah. for the bomb in the what, one of the one of the one of my favorite things was and I, to this day I still thinking about it is like he put a tube down his uh, up his sleeve and like and then he put like um nails and he had a pump and so he would be like this like you know you know freeze and he'd be like this and then he'd press the pump and these nails would fly out and like kill the, the dude i remember that i was like oh that was next level yeah that was dope it was, that was like kind of like watching uh you know um desperado with antonio banderas yeah you ever seen that movie yeah of course when he, when he when he pulls out when he pulls out the guns from his sleeves yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
I used to think my dad was like that. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, "Yo, my dad's so badass. He probably take you know has guns under his sleeve." I was like, "My dad actually does." Yeah, yeah. from Texas. Yeah. Just real quick, you got to admit that the best Van Damme movie of all time is Bloodsport, right? Because that's up there. Yeah, I'd say it's it's, it's, it's not bad too. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I, I would even that's say what started me coming to Thailand. Cyborg was still good. I would even mm-hmm. say Universal Soldier was actually that's really not bad good. either. Yeah, yeah, first the first one with the Dolph Lundgren. I, I thought that was a really good movie. Um, what else? But, but it was, had so many good ones. But it was did. great, man. I remember like I, I I when I took that movie, I was like, you know, it was just this. It, it was this nostalgic thing of like telling my dad and my uncles and and and, and a few friends like, yo, I'm, I'm doing a movie with Van Damme. Yeah, that's cool. And they were like, that's dope. Like some people were like, you know, obviously some people, you know, that's that's not their choice, whatever. But for me, it was like this nostalgic thing. I was like, I get to work with someone that I looked up to my entire life. As a, and that's as the a reason performer. it is. I mean, it's not that he's as rele- relevant as he used to be. I mean, you did a movie with Benicio del Toro coming yeah. into that, yeah. but it's the fact that when you were growing up, you know, like, like me, you watched this guy and, and he motivated. He probably inspired a lot of the things you did. Because oh. definitely for me, Kickboxer is the reason I went to Thailand in the first place, and, and here we are right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that has a huge factor. Well, the Karate in, Kid got oh, you in. Let, let me ask you: When you worked with him, did it change anything uh, working with him from watching him in movies when you were growing up? Not good or bad, but just like. Was there any difference of like how he works, his work ethic, or mm. how seriously he took it? Because he's old now, older, and and I assume things change. But yeah, I mean, I mean he's I still working s- hard. It seems like. Oh yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, the man's doing. I mean, he's doing like four or five movies a year. It's crazy. That's yeah. It. I mean, he, and I think he's kind of shifted his sense. What he did, uh, JC JCVD. Yeah, that that was his like yeah. big shift and yeah, his big shift where like he actually tried to do like a dramatic yeah. role, which I, I saw it. It was really good. Yeah. It was a really good movie. Um, Watching him on set, it was actually interesting because he he really still takes it as serious as as someone like anyone that's like still trying to make a name for himself. Because I remember like him being there and just in the freezing cold, and there he was like doing like twenty squats and twenty pushes right before his take. You know, and it was and it wasn't like a fighting scene or anything. It was just he literally was just trying to get himself amped up for a certain take. And me seeing that, I was like, oh, that's you know, it's great to see that. Uh, people are still trying to uh, work themselves up to a certain level where like you don't walk in and you're like oh I just know my lines I'm the same and I'm, I'm gonna walk out and it was very much like he'd come in and he'd be very much prepared and do his thing and it was a, it was a treat to watch I mean he was only there for like a week you know because I was shooting there for like two weeks prior so it was a really treat to watch him kind of you know do his thing uh, but it was because of him that I actually love stunts right it's because of him that i him and jackie chan and mm-hmm. bruce lee uh jet lee uh who else tommy lee and pamela lee Pam, pamela lee <laughs> actually i never saw that video i haven't either they did their own stunts liar too. oh did they yeah liar <laughs> she lied to me everybody's seen it I haven't, I haven't you never seen saw it, it no really? i never saw it i saw i saw like you want me to tell you what happens <laughs> no I'm, alert. Sh- I'm sure what happens but i i i never actually like looked it up it was it wasn't something that was very much interesting. I saw like you know like I think MTV or VH1 would like show like oh so and so music you know tape whatever and they show like clips of their faces but yeah. they never actually showed you know yeah. the thing. So whatever. I'll send you a link. Oh thanks, Mark. So what what's send your VHS? Yeah. What's a couple of your like long term goals in acting as far as like what what are two things that's really driving you to to pursue this so much? Is it winning an award, maybe an Oscar, or is it working with certain people or certain types of movies? What is it that really fires you up when you do a film? Um, I think uh, t- telling stories is a is a huge huge kind of motivator, um, and and obviously stories that people can connect with. That's like the biggest thing. And as I mean, as a, as a person, I think I think I was talking to this, to someone, uh, my sister actually. I was talking to my sister about this. Is I'm I'm constantly looking to be to surprise myself, mm-hmm. like whether it is putting myself through like a like a you know an intensive six week thing, whatever it is, and then having that one split second or the split minute of coming out of it and thinking, holy shit! Like I had no idea I, I had that in me, right. and when it comes to doing films or TV or whatever, that's that's the culmination of when you put so much hard work into something, and it's like the Olympics. You you put so much hard work for you know years or you know decades, and then you have that one moment. That moment is is I think sometimes what I'm chasing. Right. And 
that's why I'm here for a month. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. But what I hope for is that, like, you know, when I get to work, this this is an, an actual way to add to the to the box of tools. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't you know, awards is, you know, it's obviously you want to be recognized by your peers as mm -hmm. like being like, oh, he's he's good at what he does. And that's very nice. At the end of the day, that that kind of fades away. Right. Like my biggest thing at the at the end of the day is I want to be able to make something that people can connect to 20, 30 years from now. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, he he really did his thing. And that's about it. Aside from that, I, you know, I just want to have a healthy family. All my parents would be cool. My sisters would be cool. My cousins, friends. So it's like, it's like your effect on people and, and the impact that you make kind of like probably what happened to you when you were coming up, the, the actors that kind of impacted you. Like we talked about Van Damme. That's the, kind of what you're going for. Seeing people get what you're doing and, and changing their thoughts on whatever it is that you're playing. Yeah. I mean, you know, my parents, they, they, I don't have anyone in my, my, my immediate family that is like in the in this kind of industry, any kind of art form. They're not right. in any of this. So for them to see me kind of go against the grain and then and, and at first being very like, yo, you got to be careful. Like, you know, you, you, you know, what if you don't make it? You got to have a backup plan, blah, blah, blah. And then coming back around and then they're like, oh, you, you're going to you're going to be OK. That is that is something that obviously I think a lot of kids out there, especially like in the in the minority aspect, um, are there. Hopefully they can see and they'll be like, I can to make a left here instead of making a right, which everyone expects me to make a right. I can make a left and and, and follow through with that. I think that's like that's like a cool thing. Cool, man. Damn. That's awesome. This got beautiful at the end. Huh? Yeah. Well, thank you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. good, man. And uh, so if you haven't seen it already, it's Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Yeah. Catch up. You can watch a whole season streaming yeah. on Netflix right now. Streaming on Netflix, baby. El Chicano. Uh, uh, we Die Young. We Die Young. Stay tuned for Standing Sicario. Up, Falling Down. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Sicario. Standing, standing Up, Falling Down. And uh, and Tax Collector. Yep. That should be... Uh, I'm excited to see that one actually happen. I haven't seen anything. Standing, standing Up, Falling Down with the Crystal was, was great. Cool. Yeah, I saw it at Tribeca. I'm looking forward to seeing that one too. Yeah, Billy Crystal's mm -hmm. awesome. It's really How excited really. were you to, to work with him? Oh man, it was fun. It was fun because I, you know, we're at the after party, and uh, you know, Billy, you know, Billy's passing by, and and like we kind of cry, we kind of rub shoulders, and he kind of says, "Hey," and I was like, "Oh, hi, Billy," and he's like, he's like, "Hi, kid," you know, I was like, "I'm, I'm," I was like, "I'm David," and he's like, "I know, kid." You know, because oh, he felt could, good, huh? Oh my God, that yeah. was that was amazing. Like Billy Crystal knew who I was. I mean, I'm sure he. Maybe part of it was like, well, you're here in front of me, and I just saw the movie also with you. But the fact that he said that, I was like, ah, that was like uh, the little. You know, I saw. You know, I've seen like when Harry met Sally. That was like a movie I grew up with. Right. And seeing that Billy say that to me, I was like, oh, cool. And he also said, great job. You know. Him saying that was, was, you know, meant a lot because they don't have to say that. It's a big accolade coming from someone like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest things about compliments, and I'm sure we all were kind of cynical about it sometimes, is we take the criticism so heavily and the compliments, we just kind of brush them off. Right. It's a, it, I, I think it's a very natural thing for us to do, at least for me. And my, my, my mentor, who's been my, my acting teacher for like, 10 years mm. his name is james and and he was like you know when people gives you when they give you a compliment you have to know that they don't have to they really don't like they can literally just say hello and that's it so just know that when people go out of their way to compliment you you don't have to make it a thing or or or, or put it down or whatever but just know that when someone goes out of their way and says something nice about you they don't have to right mm. you know no one's putting a, a gun to their head you know yeah. Cool, man. Well, shit, thanks for being here. And yeah. uh, thanks for all this insight, man. It was, oh, man, like no. Mark said it got really beautiful there at the end. Yeah, yeah appreciate it. It still that. is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks cool, for coming man. to AK Thailand. Thanks for uh, you know, obviously entertaining us for a few days and uh, yeah, being on the, the podcast. Thanks so. for having me, man. Hey, but, it, man. AK, AKA Thailand, man. Go uh, go get yourself that uh, number one, that protein shake. AK best <laughs> AK shake. Man. That's that my favorite. It'll, that's my it'll personal blow recipe. Blow your mind. It's so good, man. Yeah, dude. Every single day for like five years, I've had that in the morning. When I, I have up, wake up, go get the shake. Two of them. Two. Yeah. I, I needed. I needed. I like the last three days. I had two of them a day, that's and crazy. I was like, I literally said, no food. Give me that shake. shake. Yeah. Yeah. So don't. I yeah. do it every day. It's, it's, it's herb chicken too. Shout out to oh, the herb yeah, chicken. Herb chicken. Yeah. Shout out to the Mark sauce. 
<laughs> Mark sauce on the Mark chicken. I got the recipe for that already. Yeah, I got the recipe. I'm really excited to actually do that at home. Is there a name for it? It's going to be weird if people ask for it. Can I have Mark uh, sauce on my can't, herb it's, chicken? It's a really difficult Thai name for me to pronounce. They'll just so. say Mark sauce. Everybody knows. But, yeah. yeah. Kind of weird, but yeah. Toronto, <laughs> coming for you, baby. Season two. If I, be ready. Uh, if I fight, you going to come? Yeah. If you fight, yeah, I'll I'll be here for that. <laughs> He's gonna uh, fight your massage, massage therapist. I got your back. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to thank our sponsors: uh, Starfish Concept, Junyu, a um, big sponsor we've had for a long time. Also, AKA Thailand, which you've obviously heard about. But if you haven't seen it, I'll go ahead and play a little commercial. But after we say goodbye, Amen. Oh, yeah, thank you. Tradition, we gotta appreciate it. Gotta get All yeah. right, guys, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys, I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool, but you can't come to Thailand without coming to AKA Thailand. Come on.